There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. All right, you guys, it is the part of the show, the episode Latinos Out Loud, where we interview someone doing amazing things for our people, for the culinary world. He is on the new Hulu show, Eater's Guide to the World, which premieres on November 11th. Please put your hands together for Matt Stevanis, people. Come on. Raise your burrito in the sky. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Matt, we're loud. I hate to tell you. I'm, I don't know what you got your into. But, we're uh, loud and we're hungry. Starving. Please starving. tell me you brought samples. Oh, we're on Zoom. Fuck. Hey, it's totally cool with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm, I'm in the spotlight and I have to. Yeah, I mean, this is where Zoom is, 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 this is where we miss being in person with people because, you know, if we were in person with you, maybe we would get samples. Maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah, freebies. It's called freebies. Yeah. freebies. Yep. We like freebies. We love them. We welcome them. If you want to mail us some tacos, burritos, I think we're all open to that as long as they're in some sort of crush-proof, spill-proof box with some dry ice, maybe. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, right. As well, dude, I can, I can mail you some, like, uh, some ingredients and then a how-to video for you. Oh, but it wouldn't be the same. I mean, we're on your Instagram page like, what? <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, let's take it back. Let's take it back. So tell us out there in podcast land what you do, what you own. Well, I make breakfast burritos uh, mostly, and it's uh, called Low Key Burritos. So we just go around um, Los Angeles and Torrance and Long Beach for now, and uh, we just set up breakfast on the weekends. And before your, are you like a touring um, food truck? That was kind of the plan in the beginning. Like I really wanted to tour and go all over the place. I still would like to do that. However, it is, the equipment's pretty heavy now. You know, it used to be just me and one little small girl. Now everything, you know, just one girl weighs like three times as much as me. How would you describe the food cart culture in California? And, and um, you know, in, in New York, it's kind of, you know, there's food carts, but I feel like every time I see, you know, California and LA, um, the food car culture is just on another level over there. Like, um, yeah, is I mean, there a community of people also like that just kind of support each other over there? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, it really, de- 
you know, there's so many different types of food carts and people and, you know, whether it be someone like me or, you know, a whole bunch of the other quote unquote, uh, Instagram famous foods, you know, they're really supportive. We're all really cool. Uh, you know, like I like bootleg pizza and gold burger and trip burgers and you know, all my other friends that are in the food world, they're really supportive. You know, there's also where you just see, you know, the grandma or grandma or uncle or aunt who are out there, you know, busting their ass on their own. And, you know, those people are really hardworking and super inspirational too. Is, is, do you, is there the flip side of it? Do you have like beef with some food trucks where you're like, oh, here come the cookie dough truck. Yo, beef. nobody likes edible cookie dough, bro. Yeah. No pun intended. Beef, got it. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you got beef with the beef truck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, believe it or not. I mean, well, friendly I competition, to... friendly competition, right? <laughs> well, there's this one lady who used to drive by me and just look at me and cuss at me and then drive away every single time when I first started. Now, I guess some people have some problems with me, but I'm like, I've never met you before. <laughs> you guys like throw so carnitas and pineapple at each other? Like, take that! Stop <laughs> right? I try to let the food do the talking and I just try to stay quiet. Drive by burritos. Like, drive, drive by burritos. Just like, right. yo, who hit, yo, who's hitting my truck with burritos, yo? <laughs> so what's up with low key burrito? Is tell us about the name. I'm mm. curious. Okay, so um, I mean, in the very beginning, it was kind of a just a joke between me and uh, another cook at the work I was working at. We're always like joking with each other, like, "Hey, man, you know, let, let's quit and open up a little burrito stand called uh, let's call it low key burritos. Nobody will find it." And uh, <laughs> You know, yeah, you know, we were, we were doing it. And then I remember uh, one of the owners was like, you should up a, open up a pop-up stand and call it low-key burrito. So I was like, oh shit, did he hear me? And then uh, <laughs> I just ran with it when the the day that it started to get, you know, get going, we just said, screw it, we'll call it low-key burritos. Here it is. Wow. And I love your story because you started off as a chef, right? You were cooking it up in someone else's kitchen before you decided to cook it up in your own. So can you tell us that backstory? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it'd really be chef. I was a, I was a deep fry cook for a second. And then, so I made the hash browns and then uh, I moved over to the grill kind of, I guess you could call me like the third string chef. Yeah. You know, I used to cook with the, other cook there you know on a whenever i was working and then eventually we kind of do our own things um you know to try and make the food that we had available to us a little bit better so I mean, that's kind of how i got started i've been cooking since i was little just at home originally when i had wanted to kind of make my own burrito stand uh i was eating only a plant-based diet so in the very very beginning ideas low-key burritos was going to be like a plant-based or vegan food it's possible, but that's way too hard, and I don't eat that way anyways. So I decided to do what I know, and I like eggs, and I like bacon, and I like steak. So yeah. I said, I, I can't do this. Yeah, it, it would have made your your Instagram the like less different, right? Delicious looking, yeah. <laughs> right? It would have been, oh, this is healthy, but then now, yeah. but you look at it now, and be like, yeah, I want that, and I want this. Um, so you said you 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 were cooking at a young age. Was there anyone? in your family uh, that you used to cook with, or um, is it just something that you just picked up on your own? Um, you watch a lot, a lot of, uh, you know, 
uh, who's a famous cook back in the day? Yeah. <laughs> <Jimmy> child. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I take the sauce and put the sauce in her voice. <laughs> I love listening to it. it really I remember, happy. like, uh, who was the famous cooks back then? I think when I was really little, what I remember uh, was like Emerald. Emerald. Oh, you know, it up the whole not. BAM thing. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> Rachel Ray, I think, was one of my mom watched. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, I never, I, I watched more like the Food Network stuff for a while. And then I'm kind of a dick. I do like watching Gordon Ramsay. I do learn some good <laughs> tips from him. You know, I like, I've definitely, I've had to restrain myself from using some of his insults or methods on some of my guys because oh, I'm like, All right, I gotta, your inner Gordon be a Ramsay too harsh. coming out. Yeah. Uh, Matt, real quick, mentioning networks. Uh, you're on a network right now. You, you, your show and uh, this network have a, a combination right now. Uh, t- tell us more about it. Yes, I mean, we're about to be on Hulu, which is super exciting. Um, nice. You know, it's, just, it's definitely uh, something that I look forward to seeing and having friends and family see. Like, it's going to be a great show, and, you know, it's... <laughs> pretty funny i know there's definitely some parts where i'm pretty stiff because i have the cameras on me uh i'm looking forward to laughing at that (laughs) so wait i want to know more about the hulu show so how did hulu find you yeah uh so i mean obviously it's the show with eater um so eater la had you know they'd written a couple articles about me so they figured uh and I got reached out to asking if we wanted to be a part of the uh, Los Angeles episode wow. and get covered for, wow, you know, that's, our food and what we do. That's huge, man. That's nice. great. Yeah, it's uh, definitely pretty exciting. Um, if if I if I go to your 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 truck, um, you know, as a as a newbie, what what should I order my first time there? Oh, good question. Um, so. I usually recommend as a first timer to stick with the original menu. Don't get too excited and go with the special, but so they all come with eggs, potatoes, cheese, and salsa. And then we have bacon, uh, veggies, which are onions and bell peppers, uh, avocado, and then the cheese crust that you see. So there's the regular cheese crust and then the jalapeno cheese crust. So as a first timer, it really depends on what day that you ask me because I'm, I also, you know, kind of change what I'm feeling each day. But mm. some, I usually recommend like the bacon, avocado and the cheese crust. Sometimes I'm feeling everything. Sometimes I don't want any bacon. But that's kind of how I designed the original menu is for me to like everything on it and never get tired of any of it. So I can always recommend something. You had me at bacon. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely cook a lot of bacon. <laughs> that's a really really good list that's good criteria so let's talk about the episode what was shooting the episode yeah. like what can we expect do you want me to give you a nice podcast answer or the truth, oh, we want the truth. i mean you want all of it you can give us two different answers nobody will judge you can give us the answer and the non-pc answer we'll see what makes the cut for sure i'll <laughs> well, just give you all of it all in once so you can yes. just use all of it um, well, you know, it was, it was definitely funny and scary and a little bit of like 
what the hell did you just ask me? <laughs> and, um, you know, it was definitely a lot of fun. You know, we showed up. I remember that the parking lot that we used to set up into before somebody decided to end that, you know, they had not allowed, from my understanding, they didn't want Hulu to be there without having to like get all this paperwork and paying stuff for whatever. Mm. So they were allowed to shoot from the sidewalk which bordered the parking lot that we set up on. So anyways, when we pulled up, you know, it was really funny to see just a grip of camera equipment out there and a ton of people. I was like, holy crap, that's a lot of people. I didn't know it was going to be this much. Me and my guy, you know, pulled up. We, you know, we um, unloaded the car like usual. Uh, we got suited up with the microphones and the, and the cameras and everything. We had to drive around a couple of times, you know, answering questions. Uh, what they asked me, I think it was something to do with my car. I'm kind of blanking because it was such a, you know, seemingly a long time ago. But, uh, how, how long ago was it, if you don't mind us asking? When did you guys uh, shoot? Maybe December of last year or early in January, February, something like that. Mm. Okay. But so um, before that, before the world changed. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. But yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty fun. You know, we got to have cameras everywhere. You know, there's literally cameras everywhere. There's cameras above me. There was, at one point I had a GoPro strapped to my wrist. Oh my God. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, like as you were cooking? Yeah. So angle. Some, some extreme yeah. cooking going on. <laughs> Shit, exactly. Wrist cam? That's amazing. <laughs> so, Certain instances that I can think of right now. <laughs> right. It's either going to be really cool cooking. or it's going to give you like a seizure from all the shaking <laughs> yeah that's true depending on what you're doing got it yeah but um yeah i mean we did that you know we had the um i was supposed to do an la street pose that i, I don't really know what that means um well, like a b-boy so stance or uh a... <laughs> I, I guess so i mean that again like i still don't know what that is but i I just gave him two thumbs up. So you'll see the most stiff, awkward two thumbs uh, up you're ever going to see. Oh, you know, <laughs> Jamie and I have uh, experience with reality television. Not that this is reality TV. Is it coined as reality TV? I don't know, guys. It is a maybe docu-reality. Docu I think it's in a genre. It, there's different versions of it. Yeah. But we know kind of like, you know, what happens when the cameras start rolling. Unscripted food series. We're ah, going to know. It's, we, that's, we call it an unscripted food series. There you go. So, you know, we have that common thread among us. So we're talking among friends right now. Like when the cameras started rolling, given that that's not a scenario you're used to, what did you experience emotionally and personally? Were you yourself or... Did you have an out-of-body experience that day? What was it like as a non-actor? Um, so luckily I've had a, a couple of cameras shoved in my face before. Oh, so, more. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've been on, we've been on, uh, let's see, Delish filmed with us, um, BuzzFeed and Insider and Spectrum One and Torrance News. Wow. And we're going to be filming with Spectrum One pretty soon, too, again. So, so you're no newbie, bro. No, <laughs> no baby at this. So you're probably telling the camera guys, like, uh, you know, a better angle is if you actually go up here. Uh, you want to use blue gel? Stand on the table. Under blue gels. If you want to <laughs> yeah, right. 
Maybe a bluish yellow <laughs> hue on my face. Come on. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it took the edge off a little bit. At the same time, it was like, holy shit, this is, you know, going to be streamed in front of thousands or however many people. I have no idea. Hulu? I don't know. <laughs> right? That's a, right? That's a lot. That's a lot. So, I mean, other than that and the usual shit rush that there is on a daily basis, it was kind of like they weren't there. You know, we were just, we were super busy at that day. And I believe it was me, uh, one of my old guys that's off doing his own thing. And one of my friends that also does his own pop-up. But um, yeah, it just definitely wasn't low key. Definitely wasn't low key anymore. No, no, I, I definitely... <laughs> Did you use that? You could have used that and just be like, hey, guys, you know, I guess we're not so low key now. Hey, <laughs> right. you need a copywriter on set. You holler at Jamie Fernandez. <laughs> the one liners like this on the spot. Okay. Right. <laughs> what did your regulars think? Because if I'm like, a, if you're like my morning food truck and I see a bunch of cameras and it's just, it's, you know, cutting into my my burrito time, you know what I mean? I'm going to be pissed. Did you have if I was a Latina rolling up on the scene, I would have been like, excuse me, wait a minute, let me put my pinta labios first. Let me put my lipstick, then I'll order my burrito. Hold on a second. <laughs> well, <laughs> in a couple of bodegas here, like, you know, just, just filming stuff of ours, and the customers get pissed. Like, they'll see we're filming. Really? It's like, yo, hello, I want to get my chopped cheese. What's up? Yo, yo. Not egg yeah. and cheese right now. You? I know you not with the camera. <laughs> how are, the, how are, you, how are your, your, you know, your customers? Oh, I had one guy tell his boss that he wasn't coming in that day because Hulu was coming. Uh, right. So I was like, making his Hulu debut. <laughs> yep, he was. Like he was. I think he was like the star interviewee. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they were trying to get Facetime. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're pretty excited. I think we had talked about it for a couple of weeks, and it kind of like nudged anybody who wanted to show their face there should come. Uh, um, that's great. And then, you know, there's just the other people who I'm sure just got their braid on and then left. <laughs> TV, like, you know, how do they feel about it? Your, your, you know, your whole family seeing you on, uh, on a show now. I know my sister's pretty excited. Um, I don't know if I showed my parents yet. I think I just told them. But oh. they were like, they think it's cool, I guess. I don't know. They're, they're working and I'm working. <laughs> well, the series is debuting the day before this podcast comes out. So right now, when you're listening to it, it is already available on Hulu. Yeah. So definitely go check it out. And let's talk about the future. You alluded to it a little bit before. So you're anticipating that the Hulu thing will be yet another stepping stone in what sounds like an illustrious career with a lot of on-camera action. I like it. <laughs> Um, but what, what are you thinking about the future of low-key burrito franchising, maybe going to different states? What's going through your head as an entrepreneur? Mm. Uh, well, I got a plan for it, you know, since we're, we're going to be going brick and mortar. Um, whenever it's built, it's a friend who is building out the restaurant space, and it's going to be me and a couple other people occupying it. So it'd be really cool to kind of get me and, you know, one or two other really cool pop-up names or, you know, great companies in there. And uh, that's going to be our first location in Koreatown. Um, I'm not giving up Long Beach. So we're looking at staying in Long Beach as well. LBC. And uh, yes, yeah, it's my favorite. I just I'm know that because of Snoop Dogg. I'm sorry, but I just had to say <laughs> um, 
let's see and then we i don't know where the the last location is going to be but i figured if we're going to spend the time doing brick and mortar i want at least three since it wasn't in the plans to begin with let's have some fun with it i guess the other thing that i want to do is also keep it available to doing either small pop-ups or catering um you know i've been lucky enough to where some of my favorite musical you know music artists are uh you know i've gotten in contact with them and you know they're either my friend or have invited us to come cook with them uh prior to covid can you tell us who uh yeah one of my friends yeah one of my friends uh eric hirschhorn he's the uh saxophone player for revolution and a couple other bands another band uh called hyrie um, we were supposed to do a small show with them. Um, they're one of my favorite bands. Um, and then a couple other, like from uh, Arise Roots. Um, and yeah, some other small guys uh, here at the local Long Beach places. It's just really cool to be able to meet a whole bunch of different people. It's really cool how entrenched in the community you are. And I just want to commend you. I read in your backstory, you know, that part of the reason why you even did this is because you just wanted to provide for your family. And I guess there was a moment there that you felt like you couldn't as being an employee of someone else. And so you decided to just become an entrepreneur. And I think that that is the spirit. That is like, I know what we feel behind the Latinos Out Loud and Room 28 business businesses and it's just that you know that that motivation it's that one morning you wake up that you're like this is it this is the day this is the day I become my own boss and create my own business so congrats to you and if you can share some advice about that sentiment and what it takes to get there with our listeners um, I think that'd be really kick-ass yeah um yeah um well I mean it, it was definitely uh a leap of faith you know I only had about two grand when I started this uh saved up um and we had just moved into a new place which the rent was 2200 so that wasn't gonna last very long but yeah I mean we you know I just uh decided that you know it's to be sitting there stuck doing something that I'm you know I like cooking but you know I wasn't getting to do what I wanted and you know, sit there and watch the time go by and already have one kid. And then at that time I had my second kid on the way. Mm. Um, you know, I really wanted to, you know, I guess <laughs> I always say quarter life crisis. It was just like, oh, man, you know, what the hell am I doing with my life? Shit, um, is, real. Shit is real. Yeah. Sure. You know, I, as much as, you know, minimum wage is cool. Um, if you're just starting, you know, it's for what I wanted and what I wanted to, uh, you know, the kind of lifestyle that I wanted to live, which believe it or not, you know, low key burritos was kind of an escape plan in the beginning, but, um, yeah, the making minimum wage and being stuck at a, a job that makes my schedule wasn't going to allow me to do that. It wasn't going to give me the time that I wanted with my kids. You know, it just wasn't enough. So, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing to work for somebody. It's just really what, what do you want to, you know, achieve? And what, what are you content with and what do you want in your life? You know, I think it's important to really like what you do and really want to do it. Um, if you're going to spend, you know, your life doing it, you might as well be happy because, you know, you're not going to get this time back. 
you know, even though there's times where, you know, the people don't realize that I've been up till 11 o'clock at night peeling potatoes or sitting in the corner, you know, crying because I can't handle the pressure. You know, there's always going to be nights like that. There's going to be times like that where you want to give up or you want to quit and you want to really just say, fuck all this and I can't do it anymore. You know, I think that's, that's where it's really important to find out if, if you're really doing what you want to do, or if you just think that, you know, it's, it's something that's going to make you money and you have to distinguish, you know, the two between those two. But yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like another really important thing for people to realize is that motivation will only get you so far, like to be motivated by your family, to be motivated by, by something um, it doesn't last forever. Um, it won't always make you wake up and you won't always get out of bed because of it. What you have to develop is discipline from your motivation because you're going to doubt yourself and that discipline is what makes you wake up and what keeps you going. Because without it, you're, like I said, it's just the motivation will run out and you won't, you won't make it anymore. Wow. That's, that's that's deep, deep, deep. Deep. You should, you should be writing deep. a motivational book, a motivational book. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. That's really, really <laughs> wonderful. You guys, please, one time for Loki Burrito's own Matt Savannah. <laughs> Thank you. And you can see his eatery and others on the Eater's Guide to the World, which is premiering on Hulu on November 11th. Congrats to you and all those other great restaurants and restaurateurs and food trucks and carts that we're going to see on the show. And good luck to you. And we'll, we're going to come see you next time in L.A. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the first stop. It's usually in and out, but rerouting. We're going to low-key burrito. <laughs> thank you thank you definitely and i'm gonna order what you took what you recommended <laughs> yeah right thank you so i'll much, have one saved Matt. for you yeah thank you guys no, wait, one more me. thing oops before we forget let everybody know where they can follow you because mm. those delectable and mouth-watering images on instagram are killing me so yeah you can find us on instagram it's at low-key underscore burritos um that's how we post all the information all the locations are on our bio and we also post them starting thursdays all right you guys one time for matt stevanis who's going to be on the eater's guide to the world premiering on hulu on november 11th and narrated by sketch comedy's own maya rudolph okay killing it right now and snl is kamala harris i love her there have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.